Hello and welcome to The Nightcap. Uh, we are recording today on Tuesday, 21st of February. Pancake Day, which is very exciting. It right, is. Mate? How are you doing? You all right? Yeah, good man. It's a li- lovely little family setup downstairs. Half term here, isn't it? So. Yeah, half term. The restaurant's closed, obviously, being Tuesday. And yeah. yeah, my mum was supposed to have the kids, but she can't. So uh, yeah, downstairs, it's really on super table big. nine. Yeah, it made me giggle because when I got here and looked through the window, both Ethan and Esme were sat at the table with all their toys and like watching. But I love the idea of someone going and checking out Salt's menu and then peering in and going, wow, it's very child friendly. Great <laughs> yeah. little menu, innocent smoothies. Oh, they've got a laptop for the kids with Netflix on and magazines. Yeah, yeah saying that though, I bought them magazines. I don't buy them like that often, but. Uh, Ethan's like this Lego Batman one that was like five quid mm. like it's oh, about yeah. 20 pages but then Esme's one was seven ninety nine. Oh my god you're telling me honestly I, all of my mates are like starting to have kids every time we go around it's like oh we'll take them a little and now we've set a precedent where we can't not take one it's yeah. a fiver to a tenner every time it's ridiculous and they're not just books are they they've got like 20 things attached yeah to they've them. got some toys and bits but seven ninety nine. I didn't check the price first I was at the checkout thing at, um, yeah, yeah. in Sainsbury's and I'm like fuck <laughs> It's eight quid and yeah 20 pages of crap yeah although the good thing about them and this sounds heartless but they are disposable yeah it's like if I turned up at a mate's house with like a teddy for or yeah, something yeah they f- it's the parents feel obliged to keep it and exactly. not in a horrible way but it, what's nice is that they can then use the sticker book whatever a few days and you can just recycle that and bin it mm. and there's no sense of like yes we need to keep hold of this because it was a present it's like no 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 get rid of it yeah like, that's, that's why I'm a fan it's yeah. no clutter <laughs> um, anyway where are we yeah Tuesday pancake day tonight but you've just got back from Rome I have I mean yeah. mate you just I saw all the you sent us some photos and videos and don't even know where to start but I know it looked yeah. incredible mate it was amazing talk, um, talk, talk to me about it just an amazing trip I I, su- I summed it up. I was on the plane on the way back. So it was two and a half days. I mm. did seven restaurants. Um, five bottles of wine. <laughs> and uh, however many beers yeah. on top. <laughs> don't, 50, don't mention that. 59,000 steps wow. as well. That's Cause good. Because I, I, was, I was eating Negates a lot the, and drinking yeah. a lot. I was, I was earning my lunch. Yeah, you basically. can't get taxes between, can you? Can no, you? and it's just another expense I didn't need to. It wasn't like <laughs> rushing. I had lunches and dinners booked and had a food tour booked. Yeah. And in the middle was just sort of like whatever or going back for a shower. I was like, well, I'll just walk everywhere. I got an Uber once. Um and Uber's a different level over there. Are they? Yeah. Nicer. Yeah, it was stunning. Oh, was. really? Yeah, the, um, the uh, driver, he looked like an Italian gangster, just <laughs> proper smartly dressed, you know, like, it almost like it was a fitted suit, <laughs> like proper tailored. Violin it was, case. It was lush. <laughs> and it asked you as well, I mean, I, you can get these Ubers in this country, but they're not very common. Um, but yeah, sent me a message, oh, do you want... What sort of temperature do you want? Do you want any conversation? Wow. I was like, yeah, do you I want, want a conversation? Yeah, I'll yeah. order a conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Which is a nice little touch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nice, nice little Ubers. But um, yeah, I had to send a video <laughs> to Tony Parkin. Oh, yeah. He'll appreciate this. Um, I've done it every time I've been away somewhere. It's, this is just a little in-joke between me and yeah. him. Um, but there are some chefs out there, I won't mention their names. <laughs> the, they they insist on um, when they go in somewhere, they get a taxi or a, a, a private hire car, which is just what? a fucking taxi. Where right. It's a video, look how cool I am. And, oh, oh, I've got my own driver. No, you've hired a car. Oh, you've hired a come fucking... come on. It's a taxi. Glorified yeah, taxi, mate. shot of the whatever trainers you're wearing and then shot of the driver and then maybe 
something a screen on or something so <laughs> when i was going to Bologna, i was in this like proper old school nasty cab but <laughs> a video to tony <laughs> just your shoes yeah me trainers <laughs> and then just a driver so i've got myself a private hire out here <laughs> Fuck, so is that is that really a little thing a few chefs do is it interesting yeah. i'll take me after <laughs> <laughs> oh but mate i mean yeah all the food you sent just looks insane so what what highlights or like, what run us through yeah, so well, I'll sort of go through it like chronologically yeah, if on. that sort of makes sense. So yeah, first place I went was um, a place called Enzo, 20, Enzo 29. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got in touch with uh, Francesco Mazzi, who's doing the foreword for the book. Yeah. And I mean, he's not from Rome, but he knows it really well. So any recommendations? And he said, he said there, but he says there's no bookings. So just, oh, wow. just turn up just and hope turn for the best. Up. Yeah. And like, I landed at like 11 and then I had to get the train get get into my airbnb and then it was and i looked it up and it was like a 40 minute walk and it was already um just gone one and they last orders at three so oh, let's get a push on yeah, so, yeah. and i forgot how fucking hilly room is <laughs> <Yeah>. as well <laughs> Shit. <laughs> i got there and there was a queue and it was busy tiny little place mm. like just everything you imagine like a proper little back street restaurant to be you know really? cobbled street you're eating yeah, on the cobbled yeah. street your tables are wobbly on the cobbles and oh, um, tiny little kitchen um and yeah i got in there there was about 15 people in the queue in front of me i said like, i ain't gonna do it but they were all like threes and fours so i got straight oh, to the front because they were like course, one then had one table of two at that moment Amazing. and they were like you're three 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 and i was like i'm a one <laughs> yeah. sauntered past them sorry guys sorry guys best of luck exactly. next time so i'm not sorry <laughs> i've traveled this far wow and um, yeah sat down and um i just asked the lady i said i didn't, didn't want carbonara because i knew i'd be having that at night and i was like just what shall i have and she recommended this dish i wasn't familiar with um i can't remember the name of it off my head but it was it was quite unusual to me but it has become quite traditional in rome so it was um rigatoni in this tomato sauce but oxtail was braised into the tomato sauce and it served on the bone like nuggets mm. of the oxtail which is just a beautiful way to serve it mm. raisins pine nuts Ooh. it was dusted with cocoa powder Wow. And then Pecorino Romano to finish oh, you it. you sent us a photo of that. And I didn't realise yeah. it was cocoa powder over the top. So was yeah. it a strong chocolatey taste? Was it just a bitterness? No, it's a really or... good quality bitterness to, to it. And for me, because I'm not keen really on Pecorino Romano, obviously, you know, my issues with cheese. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people were messaging me actually saying, oh, um, why are you eating all this? I thought you didn't like cheese. Yeah. And I did reply to someone and said, my relationship with cheese is complicated. It's very <laughs> Ross and Rachel. Yeah. On again, off again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, and that that was just lovely. So really? I'm going to do something like that in the book, just as a little homage to wow. sort of time there. That's it really was, unusual. It is, yeah. And it was, it was cool. And I spoke to this um, food expert out there who went on a food tour with on the Saturday and he was saying how it's really... So come on as a dish. I can't remember the name of it. I have got it written down. So is the is the cocoa powder almost literally as you'd imagine, like dusted over the top? Just or dusted it... over the top. And for me, it just balanced out the, yeah. the pecorino. It wasn't there for the sake of the shock of it, or the you know, no, it, yeah. just that little bitterness just really worked. Interesting. It was, it was, it was bloody lovely. Um, but the pine nuts and raisins have been added later. Historically, the the cocoa, the pecorino, uh, the oxtail, and tomato sauce was always there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So now it's interesting, and then. Yeah, and I had like tiramisu for dessert, you got it, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. And I had, you know, just some like classics, like fried courgette, flowers filled with mozzarella and anchovies, oh, like, yeah. which are 
beautiful yeah a few beers um <laughs> it was mad i put a little video on instagram i was sat there and there was a um little table of three next to me there was um a man wife and their daughter and the daughter was probably younger than ethan about four really? or five and i just kept feeling a tickling on my arm and she was like tickling all my tattoos oh. and the parents kept apologizing they're like oh she's never really seen like tattoos, tattoos. before oh, and then she just kept doing it oh so, bless her yeah she was just like like trying to trace around the deer oh that's so sweet <laughs> and the mum was on the end she'll have three tattoos by the time she's 16 yeah <laughs> <laughs> it all started when you met this guy in yeah. uh, rome <laughs> Yeah, they, I put a video on Instagram because it's this tiny little cobbled street. You yeah. forget that cars still drive through. There's this taxi coming through. The woman had to get out of her seat, move a chair, <laughs> to hold the door and move the table in a bit so this taxi could come round. I, I love, love it. That. I also, love it. what I love about that is wouldn't that, happen here. We, no, it wouldn't. But also, I feel like just because of our like romanticized view of the Mediterranean countries, it's like yeah. if that happened here, it'd be like fucking living. I'm not going back there. <laughs> yeah. In Rome, we're like, it's so charming. Isn't it <laughs> this, Isn't it charming how this car, this car came? We had to move our table. I'd so go back there again. It's just like a completely different mindset. Yeah. It's yeah. so weird. It is. It is. <laughs> you, you accept so much more because you're romanticized by it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, um, so I had quite late and then, yeah, I went back. I went back for a nap because, I mean, I, I got like drunk on, in the airport in Did Birmingham. You? I was steaming, yeah. Because I got there stupidly 6 early. 6 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> I was flying at quarter past seven. I thought it was seven. So in my head, I told myself I'd be there at five. And then that being extra cautious, I'm always at the airport early. Mm. I booked the taxi for 3.30 thinking, oh, it might be late or whatever. And it wasn't. Bang on time. Got me there early. So I got to the airport at four. Mate, that's Sailed so through check-in. Sailed through security. It was yeah. quarter past four. <laughs> I had three hours till my flight. So I sat, sat in the Weatherspoons. <laughs> Three pints later, I'm like, I can't sit here the old time. I went and had a wander around. And then there's a little Prosecco bar bit, which was, it's a bit bougie, a bit, bit yeah, wanky, yeah. but it was quiet. I was like, oh, I'm sitting there. Yeah, yeah. And then two glasses of wine later, which were 250 mil. So that's, what, two thirds of a bottle of wine. Jesus I was Christ, like, mate. It's it not was, even 7 a.m. yet. No, it was like, this was about six and I'd had that. Which isn't, that isn't a lot of booze for me, but that time in the morning, well, yeah. I was feeling, yeah, I, I was feeling fruity, yeah. <laughs> it's like a self-inflicted stag do, for yeah. one. It's so weird. Oh, man. Yeah, it was just flying down. So, yeah, and I went and then I rushed and had lunch and I was shattered. So I had a, I didn't have dinner booked till nine, but I went to um, Luciano's and he is known as the King of Carbonara mm. and Fuck you were me. most looking forward to this. Yeah, well, just more out of interest. Really. I'd like, yeah. I knew it'd be nice. Had yeah. high expectations of it. And you knew it was the same traditional recipe as well. So yeah, you knew it was going to be... Same ingredients, pretty much. Mm. Uh, the only thing he does different is, like traditionally it's Pecorino Romano. Mm. He does 50-50 Pecorino Romano and Parmesan, which cool. is better for me because uh, Parmesan, yeah. you know, I prefer. prefer. Um, and it was genuinely just one of those defining food moments in your life that really? wow. you don't have that much. And it was just like a, fuck me. Yeah. Mm. Like yeah. you don't want to change this. Yeah. He's not fucked about with it either. <laughs> it's just the technique. He's yeah. tweaked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slightly, but it made such a difference. And it, oh, it was amazing. Oh, it was in, just in heaven. Yeah, but and I just saw like, the photo and it just did not, it looked like heaven on a plate. Oh, it was delicious. Did you, did you ask many questions about its process and the ingredients before you ate it or after? No, or? I, I knew about it beforehand. So I kind of knew and I had a chat with that. Uh, Luciano wasn't there. Um, so he's, 
He's a Michelin star chef previously, but this restaurant is more of a casual dining, but it's high-end casual dining that he's mm. opened up. Um, he wasn't there. His head chef was. I had a little chat with him afterwards uh, and his restaurant manager. And I was just like, it was so good. Mm. And head chef is the best best in the world for reasons. <laughs> confident. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. like, and, and it is. And I just love the fact that he's found a way to do it, mm. but completely respect it yeah. and not fuck about with it per se sure but just make it incredible it, and yeah. like the guanciale is perfect it just burst in your mouth everything about it was there one particular element or type or technique or thing that he did that yes yeah, so kind of so what he, over the top yeah thing? so what he does to explain to anyone who doesn't doesn't know so normally like you make so you cook in your pasta you get your egg yolks and mm. your cheese you mix it into a paste. Yeah. And then you add that to your pan, touch pasta water if needed. Yeah. Um, or water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to make your sauce and it will thicken up obviously because you yeah, heat yeah. the egg yolks. Yeah. Um, but what, and it, obviously you've got the the excess fat from the guanciale in the pan as well. So what he does is he like essentially takes the yolks and starts whisking them over water yeah. like you would a hollandaise okay. and then add in the pork fat to that. So he's essentially making like a hollandaise with it, yeah, yeah. with oh, the yeah, same ingredients, and then the cheese, mm. and then binds it over the bain-marie. So it's just fucking unctuous. Mm. It was, and he's incredible. doing all that by sort of feel. He's not like setting timers and stuff. It's all look like, and feel, I guess. Yeah, and I assume so. Repetition, yeah, you know. like because they they knock out some carbonara's yeah. busy yeah. restaurant, and I sat at nine, and I was nearly done. In the quarter to eleven, there was tables still sitting. Wow. Yeah, you know, wow. capital city thing, isn't it? But yeah, of course. Men- mental. I just, it's just so. I guess as well, like, it's not just the tour. What I love about when you go to places like that, like, yeah, it's a big city, but it's not just tourists that are there. Locals are in, like, they are frequenting those places constantly, even at 11 at night for another carbonara. Get it down. Like, it's just a different type of culture around the food there, isn't it, compared to here? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Amazing. And it was was delicious, and I was proper stuffed afterwards. A lot of food. Yeah. Did you ever actually feel, I am actually fucking full now? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Bloody hell, did I? Yeah. I found Marie and I was like, my stomach hurts. <laughs> it was like, you know, you're bloated. It wasn't like, it was just like hard. Yeah. And like, it's it's like, you sound surprised and then you go through the list and go, yeah, well, yeah obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and you've had... My back hurt. You know, what What have you actually had since you got up at fucking three, <laughs> three in the morning? <laughs> like oh, probably man. nearly three bottles of wine. <laughs> Mate, that, <laughs> that is time. unbelievable. Yeah, it's That's mental, like- isn't it? Uh, then yeah, then went to bed and went. I went to the place I saw on Stanley Tucci's uh, yeah. place, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Armando Al uh, Pantheon, which is right next to the Pantheon. Mm-hmm. And it's so strange to have like a great restaurant next to because normally that's the most touristy area, isn't it? Exactly, mm-hmm. and like the Romans, like you kind of know anyway. But they kept saying to me, and I want to speak to, don't eat anywhere with pictures of food, yeah, <laughs> and don't eat anywhere in a piazza or in a square. Yeah. Never eat anywhere because it's just—it's either a rip-off or it's, mm. um, you know, it's just bad. Yeah, and they're sure. just turning people over. Yeah, and the old, the old thing you heard about—you must have heard about it as well, where they have two menus and menus for tourists and menus for locals. Yeah, well, I've always heard expensive. about it, but I didn't know whether it was a bit of sort of a elaborate menu. I asked a lot of people. Really? And so, so if you get given one that's in English, it's like, oh, that's nice. It's good service. I've done it, but it might be a couple of euro more. Wow, yeah. really? In oh, some places, well. not all, obviously. But yeah, this is like right next to the Pantheon. Mm. Um, yeah, and, and it was just just delicious. I had, what did I have? I had this pasta dish with chicken, heart, lung, and livers. 
um, and it's tomato sauce and just some, some bruschetta, bruschetta um, I still have some artichoke they're famous for artichokes yeah, around. of course um, yeah it was just again lovely and I was stuffed again a bottle of wine <laughs> Whole bottle of wine. Yeah, like, well, I had a bottle of wine because I had to. Yeah. <laughs> a glass just won't cut it. If I'm sat there for two on my own, yeah. I'm going to have three or four glasses anyway, so I'll order a nice bottle. Yeah, fair. Right. Fair, man. Yeah, you're on when holiday. Rome. Treat, treat, yeah, wedding <laughs> row, literally. Rome. Yeah, <laughs> fucking right. Yeah. And then <laughs> I, I was I was booked to like quarter past one, and so I was eating till like three. And I had a food tour booked for the Saturday night. And I was worried because I was proper stuff. So I was like, I've got to go on this food tour. Like, it was all right day before because I could. I waited till nine. That's so funny. I because I, if I knew I was going on a food tour, I'd be like, I need to, I need to actually have less like breakfast because I'm going on a food tour. Instead, yeah. you're still you're just yeah exactly. It, it was purely based on the fact that I had a very limited amount of time there. Yeah, so, so you had like, to pack I it in. Yeah, I was just kind of literally pack it in. <laughs> <laughs> and this food tour was food tour was great. We got got there um and you know i'd recommend it for anyone to do and chefs as well it's a really good experience a bit of history and a bit of food history mm. and there was Were there many other people on it yeah there was 10 of us oh, okay but um it was it was good that it kind of crossed a few i's and dotted a few t's for me just brought things together i was like oh, right okay mm. i wasn't sure things i knew of but yeah. he kind of finalized them for me if that made sense sure and i could just ask him loads of questions and get more sort of history of things as well um but it was funny because we got got there and I was on my own and then it was all like couples. There's an American guy on his own, an American couple, two English couples and an American father and son. Mm. And well, we sat there and he did the old cheesy, you know, when you go on a corporate business, um, a corporate day and it's like icebreaker sort of oh, questions. Classic. And we stood in this piazza and he's just... He says, oh, look, I'm going to you know, keep it simple, but just to try and break the ice, just your name and your favourite Italian dish. And I didn't want to get all wanky and be like all <laughs> chefy and start getting all, all stupid. So I just said, oh, I'm Paul. I'm from uh, Stratford-upon-Avon. And I said, carbonara. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, in Rome. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes, so what are the ingredients in a carbonara? Like, <laughs> sorry, Hoping to catch you out. <laughs> yeah, because you know, I'm just an English you, guy on my depends own. Depends where you go. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> What, English carbonara or <laughs> <laughs> American? <laughs> so I said, all right, you know, pasta, spaghetti, sometimes rigatoni. And he's like, okay. Oh, yeah. And his eggs, is what type of eggs? I said, well, the yolk. He's like, okay. And then um, Pecorino Romano. And he's like, ah, oh, you could just say cheese, but like, yeah. And then and then he was like, he was waiting for me to say bacon. I could see yeah, it in his eyes. He was desperate. And I just went, Guan Charlie. And he nearly like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Get out of my tour. <laughs> and I said, oh, there's one more, black pepper. And he's like, yeah. And I said, look, I, I said, you know, I'm I'm a food geek. I'm a chef. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I, I love it and yeah, I appreciate yeah. the, and he's like, yeah, I was going to, you know, talk about all that later and teach it later yeah. <laughs> but then it was funny because like no th these were just couples and things that were on holiday and just love food or love history so mm. we we went and we sat in this restaurant uh, we actually went back the first place we went on a food tour was enzo no, 29 no way which was cool but um, <laughs> because we had something completely different yeah so it's sure. fine That's but yeah amazing. sat around and they were like oh when you said you were the because i was the first one he asked mm. and they they were like, oh, I feel a depression now because he's... Yeah, God, you set a standard. <laughs> yeah, he's like gone precise with it and not blasé. This one woman said, yeah, Pizza. I just chose carbonara because you'd already answered it. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and this that, yeah. American guy says, yeah, I, I just said um, pasta with prawns and chili oil because like I've told him the ingredients. <laughs> I, like, I didn't mean to. I was just answering Mate, the question. Fair. You That's know, he, he asked. 
Yeah. <laughs> It says I'm not the SWAT. I wasn't trying to show off. No, hey, yeah, it's your job. It's your job. Don't, be, it's, don't be embarrassed. But it's funny. He went straight to that Enzo 29. It shows how in demand it is, and I'd mm. recommend anyone to go there. But if you go in, like you've got to be ready to queue. I was fortunate that yeah, the queue yeah. was quite small at the end. It opens at seven. Our food tour started at six, so we got there at like five past six. Right, the queue was already fifty people long. No this place. Way seats 30 at most wow that is um, amazing and we obviously just went straight and sat down yeah the daggers we were getting oh, <laughs> these fuckers have been yeah. queuing up for how long probably two hours before pre-pound a food tour then mate yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> um so obviously I'd do that in the window where they're not open yet yeah. and it's great like the the chefs were sat down eating staff food spaghetti i went there took a little video in the kitchen the kitchen was tiny and they must do a few hundred covers a day and the wow. food was just great authentic food do you think though that because obviously like part of that charm like you say is the whole cupboard street it's a small place mm. but with that demand do you think any part of them is like should we try and find a bigger place here well um, Maybe I mean that was that's what would happen in the UK. It was, but they my mind goes. Yeah, they'd lose everything that they are. The charm, wouldn't they? You know, if they got to a bigger site. Yeah, it's. I'll show you a video afterwards. It's just, it's just this beautiful little. Unassuming. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, and the staff are great, and they're fast, efficient, and just Mm. really good. Yeah, just on it. Yeah, that's amazing. Just as long as you're happy to move for a taxi. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. So how did uh, it's the food tour, where did it like meander to? Where did it so end? So we went through some different, went to like three restaurants and had like a dish in each. Mm. Um, like a bit smaller, but, um, and then we went to uh, like some street foody kind of places. So we had some pizza, we had some soupli. So soupli is um, basically, you know, an arancini, right? Yeah. So arancini is from Sicily. Yeah. Um, and that's all over the world because, and he was explaining why. So that's all over the world because Sicily, they've um, uh, moved around a lot and moved to all different countries. And what's yeah. the word I'm looking for? Emigrate. Emigrate, that's yeah, the yeah. one. Yeah, they've emigrated all over the world, whereas Romans didn't, uh. apart from when they took over the world. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, Ever since then, they've been... Uh... <laughs> after that, they weren't really known for emigration like Sicily. Mm-hmm. Um, so Arancini's famous oh, all over I didn't realize that was so why. if you ever have an arancini where there's a bit of mozzarella in the middle that's a soupli from rome oh. so it's different shape the soupli should be like rice with uh, ragu so meat and sauce bound mm. in the, the risotto rice yeah and a little bit of mozzarella in the middle oh, and the reason it's called that is because it's basically a mistake i love these stories they were trying to say um because that the piece of mozzarella was a surprise, mm. and they were mistake. They were saying the French word for surprise wrong, oh. and then it ended up just ended up becoming souple. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's by it's accident, mad, isn't it? that's great. Yeah. Now known the world over, that's amazing. Bloody love them though. They are oh. beautiful little <laughs> treats, are aren't they? Like deep fried and the texture. It's just like oh yeah, especially like with that bit of mozzarella in the middle, that yeah. bit of texture. Yeah, that's delicious. Ideal. Yeah, and then we went through the. So really stuffed by this point again oh god i was i was done Dying. i was done <laughs> but i i was done but i wasn't defeated yeah sure yeah, yeah another day to go yeah because we still had after this souple we had we went out of porchetta just on a piece of focaccia which was delicious mm-hmm. i went in some cellar taste some wine in this cellar that was built in like first century bc wow. um just nice cool stories about it um and then yeah then we went to this restaurant and he was giving a bit of history just kind of connected some dots for me um so like i'd always known that rome's famous for four pasta dishes and that's what they're known for but i'd never really 
connected them mm. and he kind of described it as a y shape so your first one is a cacio cacio e pepe mm-hmm. cheese and pepper yeah. right generally rigatoni then the next one is um pasta alla grisha so that's pecorino romano so and pepper exactly the same yeah. and then you have the guanciale so right. that's the next one or by just adding guanciale and then it spans off so you take that dish and you add the egg yolks right you've got carbonara, carbonara. You go the other direction. You add tomato, and like you've a got um, thing. pasta. But it's it's a carbonara. It's got the pecorino romano. It's got pepper. It's mm. got the guanciale. But it's tomato. Right. Got Whereas you. you've got the egg yolk for the carbonara. So yeah. those four dishes all span from cacio e pepe. Yeah. A manchachana or something like that. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 That's amazing. So yeah. That's, so I knew those. They're dishes. They're like the founding fathers of the exactly. City, yeah. But I never made that connection of you start with that, then there's that, and you've got that or that. It's like an evolution. Yeah. And we went to this restaurant. We had the tomato one, and we had the cacio pepe, and I struggled with cacio pepe to be honest because it was a proper really? one. But pecorino romano is a strong, yeah, it's strong, yeah, strong was... cheese. You're just a bit like when it's on its own. On some dishes I've had, I could handle it, <laughs> but when it's just that and pepper, I was I was pretty defeated. <laughs> but in with the tomato, it was it was yeah, nice, yeah. it was pleasant, and you know, I enjoyed it. But but no, it's too much for me, really? and especially it was quite traditional, so it was quite kind of curdled yeah. as well on the pasta. <laughs> yeah, and so they're like pecorino romano. Obviously, that is what you should be using for those dishes as well. There's mm-hmm. other pecorinos, but they re- they protect that. Basically. Right. Oh, okay. And they sort of allowed Sardinia to start making their own pecorino because they've got loads of sheep, mm-hmm. but not allowed to call it pecorino romano. So that's pecorino sardo. Right. So it's a different product. Wow. God, you learn so much. Like, so do you, obviously, like you had the book in mind and you wanted to connect the dots with certain things, but would you like, were you like taking notes or were you just trying to immerse yourself and you realise that when you, when you write really, it up yeah. later, it'll come back to you sort of thing? Yeah, when I was back or when I was sat down on my own, I was writing stuff down or when I was on the plane, I was just writing stuff down then. But like I said, it was like a lot of this you know but you you can't it's connecting the dots and just tying it yeah, together and history and things yeah nice. yeah and it was never it's yeah, same with Bologna it's never like right I'm going out there to learn dishes for the book mm. it's never been about that you yeah know, you know you, you kind of know these dishes I'm inspired by something create some based off my experience yeah yeah, yeah. but it wasn't like a, right, I'm going there so I can learn that and do that yeah, that, yeah that's yeah, too exactly. one-dimensional yeah you just want to immerse yourself about, in it yeah and I was saying to the um the, the guy on the food tour, I was like, like, yeah, I'm writing a book. And I said, um, you know, I've been out to Bologna. I've been out to Italy loads before. And, you know, I've come out here. I said, it's more of a want, I suppose, because, you know, I've sort of reflected on it. I said, why do I, why do I feel like I need to do this? And I think it goes back to, again, a lot of sort of the heat you get from this sort of stuff. And I think it's probably me overthinking it a bit of, I'm an English guy mm. writing a book called How to Cook Pasta Properly. Yeah, On the surface, sure. that sounds quite arrogant. Yeah. I could get away with it for meat because that's one of my bigger areas of expertise personally sure. with meat. But pasta, properly, it could be. So me overthinking it, so I've really got to get so much authenticity yeah. and factual information so by, into this. By traveling and immersing yourself, it gives... <laughs> For you, a bit more validity to what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Like you're more... And I probably won't get much stick for it, really. No, sure, but it's for, but, your own, it's for you you're doing yeah, that, really. It is. And, you know, I love the journey of yeah, the of learning. Yeah. You know, I'm a food geek, essentially. So, like, mm. any of that is fascinating for me. And it wasn't just pasta and rice out there. I was 
you know, learning all sorts of stuff that's got nothing to do with the book because yeah, it's, exactly. it's food. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it just gives me that little bit of indication if people do. And well, well, actually, I've put a fucking yeah. lot of effort into <laughs> yeah. this book. I've I have eaten so much fucking food. Yeah. I can barely walk. Fifty nine thousand steps in two days. <laughs> that is insane, actually. Especially yeah. with that amount of food. Like that's like a ch- that's a challenge. Yeah, with a backpack on. <laughs> And stuff in it, and then and a big bloated belly. Oh, like mate. my back was a fucking. You know, was was it raining? Did it rain? No, no. Oh, thank God, because like you'd been fucked. T-shirts. Really? Yeah, I wore a coat for the food tour because it was at night. Yeah, but it was a bit toasty. Wow. Um, yeah, because it was like I got there and I messaged. I sent Marie a little video and like all the Italians are in big coats. All yeah. of them. And I'm getting looked at like a weirdo because I'm <laughs> jeans and t-shirt. I was like, it's, it was like 10, 11 degrees. Yeah. But if you're it was walking. without a cloud. Yeah. So you had the sun heat. So it's a different yeah. temperature. My legs are sweaty. Yeah. yeah. So I should have wore shorts. <laughs> I would have got loads <laughs> of weird spot look. Spot the English And then on the Saturday, it was like 16, 17 degrees. Wow. It was fucking beautiful. Lunch. Yeah. And then mm. on the last day, I squeezed in another lunch. I had to be at the airport at four, but I found, because I hadn't had much in the way of rise. And it's not something I need to do in much of a journey. I'm just, well, I want to go somewhere to have some risotto. I found a r- restaurant that does like just risotto and all different oh, wow. types of arancini. Mm. So when I had risotto, a bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I, it was, I was quite hot and the wine just absolutely flew down. All I had was some arancini and then this saffron risotto with braised beef. It was it was delicious. Really? Yeah, it was really really enjoyable. I love risotto. Wine well. just flew out. <laughs> like you'd think at the end you're of acclimatized it, by this point. Yeah, at the end of these few days and all this food, all this wine, and me just feeling generally a bit fucked. <laughs> like I thought that wouldn't fly down, and it just flew down. But I not really so had funny. a couple of beers as a breakfast. Say, <laughs> <So, laughs> you're. I'm so impressed almost. Like the spirit. I think that's. I'd feel a bit more like insular probably by myself. But you're like, come on, I'm getting like you're you're coping. You're like getting yourself like, come on, Paul. Like you literally, it's so funny. It's amazing. Yeah, get hard, don't get hard. Yeah, yeah. So uh, obviously, probably exhausted and full by the time we got back. But what did you do food wise when you got home? Oh, nothing. Marie picked me up from the airport about nine ish. Yeah, and I just sort of collapsed on the bed in a heap, like. <laughs> And I needed to go pick the kids up Monday morning at like seven. Yeah. So I was just like, I need to get in the shower. But I just like, there in a heap, just feeling a bit fucked. Um, <laughs> I got in the shower, went to bed and then I didn't eat much yesterday. I had a, I had a lunch yesterday, a lot of coffee through the day, like general, but that yeah. was all I had. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, you, you had reserves. Yeah. But lunch was, it was a sandwich and some crisps. Oh, that mate. was it. Wow. And then, yeah, it got to dinner and I was like, no. <laughs> Good. Just yeah. a bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I'm glad it was worth it. I think it was, at one point you, you sent you sent me a little video at one point, and I was sat on the sofa. It was like <laughs> raining, you know, herbal tea, and I was like, "Fuck this! This is shit." Yeah. I'd much rather be in your shoes. Well, I'd walked past the Coliseum. I didn't do anything touristy, but it's mm. nice to walk past. Of course, yeah, that see way, it. Anyway. Yeah. And there was a little table in a like restaurant opposite out front, so I just mm. sat out there. I had two big glasses of wine. Mm. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> um, <Or> what else? <laughs> and just sat in front of the Coliseum, and it was just just nice. Yeah. And it it was quite a reasonable price considering it was like that was there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just it was only like it's nice wine. Can't remember what I had. Dream. Been very drunk since then. Um, <laughs> yeah, nice uh, wine. Just sat chilled. Oh man, about an hour on my own. Didn't talk to anyone apart from sending like sent you and Haley that yeah, video. A couple of videos. Yeah. 
sent one to Maria and I got a very aggressive message back. <laughs> was she at work or something? Yeah. Oh, fuck off. And she just kept saying, like, I was kind of, not forgot, but it kind of, it gone out of her mind that I was there and then she'd just have pangs and remember and get angry. Yeah. And then I was sending, <laughs> sending these videos of current situation. <laughs> that is the last thing you want. In your mind, it's funny as well, but even though we can laugh, we're like actually genuinely a bit pissed off. <laughs> Because it's really hard to then just go, oh, I'm. I, it's hard to feel happy for you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, fuck off now. Yeah, fuck you, you smug twat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate. I'm glad it was worthwhile. That is yeah. bloody awesome. I am salivating it. I have not had lunch yet, and now I'm thinking I'm going to go down and get a slice. <laughs> oh, good idea. Corte Campania. Going to go oh, get some pizza. Nice. Did you have any pizza? No. Uh, no, because it like it's not a big oh, well. Thing. We had two slices. Oh, um, on the tour, on the yeah. tour. It's not really. Most places they do by the slice. Yeah, um, yeah. There is a place that's legendary. Mullis Aaron Mullis messaged me because he went in August. So like, you got to go here, and I'd heard of it. I so I've got no room for yeah. it. Like if I fill myself up on a pizza, that's a meal. That's true. You yeah, know, I only had dense f- five crucial meal points, and yeah. I'm eating pizza in one of them. It's done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. I have to go back. <laughs> have you got enough room for pancakes tonight? Will you do pancakes? You got the kids? I will. Yeah, I've got the kids tonight, so uh, yeah, I, I will. I forgot all about it till yeah. when you messaged about it, and then Marie said this morning, "I said, oh fuck it, is, yeah, so <laughs> I'll do something." Well, I'll do because I I did them last couple of years, but your American pancakes from your masterclass. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do them. Nice. Because I prefer the thick American yeah. ones. But then I do get, because loads of people obviously do the thin crepe-like ones mm. and they're better, probably, not better, but for the kids and for and for tossing them and doing, I don't know, it feels less. Yeah, and the kids like them because, you know, you can spread stuff, roll them and- You can have more. A bit more interactive. Yeah, you can have more. Yeah, yeah so I'll, I'll, do, I'll do something. I Are hope. the kids bang into it? Do they like it? Yeah, they used to hate them. It's only been really? a past year or so they've started liking them, really. I've still, I've always- I've always, even as an adult, I still, even when I was living by myself and didn't have a partner, I was still making, having pancakes, pancakes. Yeah. I don't know why. I just always well, love it. You, and you rarely have them throughout the rest of the year, do you? Yeah, exactly. Pancake day. And I know we spoke about, well, it's funny because we spoke about this about Valentine's, about how so many people were just like, oh, Valentine's, it's a commercial day. Mm-hmm. I can hear it, like some of my mates as well, like, oh, pancakes, you can have pancakes any day of the year, won't you? I'm like, can everyone stop being such fucking fun sponges? <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be like corny or cheesy, but like, it's just a good excuse to do so. You just, yeah. You, everyone has the same fucking meals every night of the week and in the week it's a Tuesday just have some fucking pancakes have some fun yeah Jesus Christ I don't, know, I don't see that as this, I don't obviously see any religious side to it personally no, but same. I don't see it like Valentine's of this big commercialised thing because Big Flower aren't like running it are they yeah no that's true <laughs> that's a good point I suppose the supermarkets when you walk in they've got the displays ready to fucking yeah, go haven't they those Jif lemon bottles just yeah. buy a fucking oh, lemon yeah just buy a lemon and do Aaron Mollis's trick with a corkscrew. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's great. Great tip. Um, speaking of the toppings, I, just before we came here, I was like, what are the most common in this country? Obviously, you can imagine loads of like publications right now are doing yeah. like, what are the biggest toppings? Still number one is lemon and sugar. Yeah, that's it's the most one simple. for me. It's yeah, it's nice. Sweet and sour. Can't go wrong. It's lovely. But if you're doing the American pancakes, stacking them up, you, you don't do no. lemon and sugar, do you? Because it's... No, uh, if I was doing them, I'd have bacon. And maple syrup because that's the best combination for them. Yeah. Bananas and that's nice. I did that on the masterclass. Yeah, but I just just bake bacon. Second bacon. was chocolate spread and bananas. Oh, okay. Third was bananas and maple syrup. Fourth was bacon and syrup. 
Ah, right. Yeah, bacon and syrup's great. Fair enough. The Nutella's a bit rich for me. I've never been mad for Nutella. Really. Yeah, I don't mind. I, I do. I get the satisfaction, though, of when you've got a hot pancake and you put the spread on and it melts a bit. Yeah. That is satisfying. I think I it's because really like I think that. the first time I had Nutella, it was on a sandwich, which I think is fucking weird. Mm. Like, ah. just spread on bread and then... What, you think it's more like on toast? Yeah, it's not a sandwich filling. Like no, I jam. Yeah, like jam no, sandwiches good, are weird. I it's, don't think I've ever had a Nutella sandwich. No, people no. talk about it like really it's a good thing, point. It should not be a thing. Really like, good point for me as well. Jam sandwich is weird. Spread it on toast. Yeah, no, it's a spread. Yeah, Nutella is a spread. Yes, yeah. It's a filling has to have sustenance. It has to have some definitely you know, hammer fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. texture. Hundred percent. Yeah. So such a good point. But where's butter on the equation with these with pancakes? Oh, butter. No, I wouldn't put butter. Often you see. I don't know whether it's like an American thing as well, where there's maple syrup, but then like a cube of butter, they place it on the top and then let it. Is that just for dramatic effect, or is it pointless, or is it? Yeah, just chubby Americans. (laughs) (laughs) You can talk. You fucking (laughs) Americans. Yeah, fifth on the list was chocolate spread and marshmallows. Marshmallows, no. I don't want the marshmallows on. Because nah. especially if you American pancakes, the texture is already that spongy. Yeah, I've you're got, right. That's fulfilled. Yeah. Just get the marshmallows away for me. Yeah, kids like it because it's more sugar and just looks more colourful. Yeah, 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 yeah. For me, I'm, nah, no need. Nah. I'm a classic, you know, with most food, as you know, I'm a purist and, you know, some, like lemon and sugar on a beautiful pancake. It's lovely. What about savoury pancakes? Yeah, so like tonight... We're just having sweet pack. There's no dinner. Oh, right. That's dinner. Is that rogue? I'm no. not going to have winner. I'm like, no, I don't want dinner. I want a massive fucking stack of pancakes. Yeah. All the sugar. I'll probably get yeah. some ice cream involved. Because if you have a big dinner, you're like, well, no, exactly. One Ru- or two, it- but you need to make a few. Ruins it. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not having a save. Sometimes in the past, I've done like a cheesy hammy one. Yeah. Nah. I don't want it. Have an omelette. Yeah. Have a fucking omelette. So I'm just going to have sweet stuff. No, savory omelettes. For me, they've got this thing with them that it was like many years ago in average restaurants, average to shit restaurants, it was an easy vegetarian dish. Uh, Cook up a fucking ratatouille, wrap it in a savoury pancake. Classic. So I've got this association with bad vegetarian food for savoury pancakes. Because you never see them on um, a meat dish, do you? No, that's so true. No. Great point. um, They were served, uh, went to Hades' cousin's party and um, they had little savoury pancakes that were like dill. They had like mm. dill running through it and then some cream cheese and salmon. Yeah, that so worked like a really bellini nicely. type. Yeah, almost, a bellini yeah. type thing. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, I wouldn't nice. have on a like, big stack of them, but I'm just yeah. going sweet tonight. It's all about nice. sweet. I mean, the only place it's off my head, I may be missing some acceptable, is in a beef wellington. Mm. You know, but you don't even notice it's there. Do you? That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, of course. Ah, mm. oh, I'm so hungry now. I'm definitely going to grab some pizza. 100%. <laughs> um, what else we got? We got. Uh, oh, we got some more reviews. Thanks so much for your five star reviews. One comment, including one from Trimaline, who said it's so therapeutic listening to these guys uh, discuss the same stupid things that I have to live with through every single day. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks very much for that. That's great. Please leave your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate them. Uh, helps us chart. I actually saw today that we've charted in 34 countries. Oh, really? Yeah. I'd I'd be interested. I'll look at that. I wonder what the most random country is. I can I can tell you. I can tell you right now. Let me just get it up. Singapore. Nice. In there. Okay. That's good. Australia. New Zealand. Charted in Austria. Charted in Norway. Ecuador. Don't oh. think it'll get more random than that. We got to number 34 in Ecuador once. Nice. 
I like that. <laughs> I mean, podcasts can't be massive. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what I don't know why they'd have landed on our podcast, but amazing. I know. Yeah. No, it's brilliant. No, that's countries. cool. They should invite us out and we'll do, <laughs> do something live, all yeah. paid <laughs> live, live tour in Ecuador. <laughs> um, yeah, but this is all because of your reviews. So yes, downloads help, but so do reviews. So help people find it by leaving us a five star review. And if you leave a comment, we will always read it out. Um, what else? Go, much else going on this week? Well, I need to sort of. It hasn't said it's okay but it's on his story so i think it's fine mm. a guy simon packer who messaged me this morning oh, specifically to try and wind me up mm. i think i'll just get his uh picture up now so he sent me this on instagram as dm but it is his story yeah what is that in that pan a big spoon cooking oh, his spoon for fuck's sake yeah, and i was like get that spoon out he said it was there for a second just to piss you off as that's a photo. so funny <laughs> yeah so it's his pineapple and malibu compote for pancake day I, I, I don't know where it's where it works or at home or whatever but yeah with a spoon just cooking away oh, i was like take a, that out such a bigger thing please send us your cooking spoons pictures it's funny actually because last week i threw my wife Haley under the bus by talking about how she always cooks especially when she's making a stew yeah she's constantly cooking the wooden spoon so when uh, the podcast went out and on the title it said cooking spoons and Haley goes what's the thing about cooking spoons and i was like well you do it all the time she's like I don't cook spoons. What are you talking about? What, what, she was like, what do you even mean? Is it like making food out of spoons? No, 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 no. You leave spoons. And then it, literally, she was like, oh yeah, I do do that. She didn't even realise. I, many, I, Loads of people I reckon don't even realise they do. Yeah, a lot of chefs do. Yeah? It fucking pisses me off. Oh, mate. So, send them in. If you yeah. spot your, try and catch people in the kitchen cooking with spoons and send them to us. We yes. appreciate it. We'll shame them. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, wherever you are, have you listening. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Yes, see you later. Thank you.